your snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Edwards. Oh, man. Rainbow three by Anthony Edwards puts him in double figure scoring. And the ones who pitch a drive to left field and deep. Gordon going back on the track at the wall. Twins take the lead 2 1. Nelson Cruz golfing a 1 2 pitch to the second deck in left center. Parisi fanned on it, recovers, got it to Niederreiter who fires. Parisi on the rebound, scores! right to Dalvin, turns it up, to the end zone, touchdown! What's going on, everybody? Excuse me one second. Vince Wright, sports governor, coming to you live and direct. Um, having a little technical issue. We got a new board here with Spreaker and it just, everything sounds a little weird and whatnot. But anyway, I am back. Vince Wright, sports governor. Glad to be back with you. This is Sports Done Right Tuesday night. A little later than usual, but we are back. We are here talking sports from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Man, gonna get into it all. We got, um, Gophers football coming up we got practices going on we got the all-star game going on right now american league's up five to two um talk a little tani talk a little stephen a smith he got himself in trouble and it kind of leads us to the topic of tonight you got to be real careful what you say nowadays in sports because whether you have groups coming after you Groups calling you racist, groups, players that are mad at you, social media, back and forth. Man, it is really, really just crazy right now in terms of dealing with sports. I mean, you know, it's one thing for us podcasters out here, but to actually be a sports reporter in today's society is just really got to be, well, let's just say interesting to say the least. So, um, Getting into the show tonight, we're going to talk a little USA basketball. I'm going to start off with that. Um, first off, Vince Wright, please follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. Again, that is the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth on Twitter. Follow Sports Done Right. That's my last name, W R I G H T. Sports Done Right on Facebook, Google, and you can catch the show through uh, Spreaker, where we do our live broadcast now, but it shoots out to literally every major podcasting forum out there, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Play, whatever you got, you'll find sports done right, and I am glad to be back with you here. It's been a couple weeks. Again, real life getting in the way, but we are back, 
and I am very happy to be back with you here. So USA Basketball came back and won tonight over Argentina. Uh, they won 108-80, to and, you know, after coming off of losses to Australia and Nigeria, I want to speak on that for just a little bit here because, you know... Let's just say this, my peoples. Basketball has changed. Now, again, I grew up in the 80s, you know, 52, so 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, kind of grew up where USA had that basketball dominance. Outside of that uh, fiasco with the Russian team back in the early 70s, it's really, you know, it's always been a, a USA basketball-dominated international tournaments, um, whether that's the Pan Am Games or obviously the Olympics. We are now into 2021, and guess what? The rest of the world's caught up. The rest of the world's caught up. So, you know, we have Kevin Durant. We have Bradley Beal. We got Damian Lillard and others. But this is not the dream team, and those days are gone. So, people, you really got to stop thinking of it as the USA is going to dominate people because that shit just ain't going to happen anymore. You know, all these international players come to the NBA and show you their talents now. And, and, you know, I don't have to mention names. We all know who they are. But then it goes to show you that basketball around the world has been the one sport that has just really grown and has really grown in popularity and, and, and continues to. So, you know, when you have Nigeria come in and now beat you, Australia come in, and Australia's had, to, you know, okay teams in the past but now it just goes to show you i mean we've seen it with european teams you know teams from the eastern Bloc countries um you know i mean this should not be as surprising as it is now do i think the usa is still going to win the gold i do it's just not going to be the road that we're used to which is where we trample people you're not going to have those days where we're beating you know people by 40 points a game Ain't happening. So get that crap out of your head. USA, I think, is going to be fine. And, hey, honestly, a couple losses like this serve as a wake-up call as well. Uh, The other thing is these teams seem to play real team basketball, too. So that's something that the USA is going to have to um, figure out because it's not how we play in the NBA anymore. Um, You know, in the two losses, I was looking at these teams running pick and rolls, set plays where, you know, here was just like give whoever the ball. Everybody go to the other side of the court and we're just going to do one-on-one and, and hope for a rebound. And then we're going to do that same step over and over. No bigs in the post anymore. Everybody out there at the three-point line when you're seven feet tall. But again, a win is a win. So congratulations to to, to uh, Team USA. Going to be interesting now that as we are heading into the Olympics and the Olympics now announced that they're not going to have any fans, how that's going to be for people because, you know, we're, we're getting back to the point in the rest of the world where we got fans. Um, you know, I don't know the politics of COVID in Japan. I know that supposedly the, the response to it, well, obviously wasn't too great. In a country that's very densely populated like Japan, where you got people, you know, very living very close together, millions upon millions of people. And now no fans there. 
And you've seen some athletes in other sports say, "Eh, well, maybe I'll pass. Um, Primarily uh, some tennis players. I think Federer actually said uh, today he's passing on the Olympics for for tennis. So um, I don't know, man. I've kind of fallen out of favor with the Olympics here the past few years. And, you know, I mean, outside of kind of the regular sports, your track and fields, basketballs and stuff like that. But, man, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I am not really wound up for the Olympics here. Um, I wish everybody well, but me and the Olympics, man, just kind of slowly going south over over the past few years. And that kind of, that's how I feel about it, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, we have, what else is going on? Oh, of course we have the NBA Finals. Let's keep it to uh, basketball here on the Sports Done Right podcast. Man, the Phoenix Suns, you know, we we thought everything looked good. And, you know, if you're a Phoenix fan, those first two games, obviously. But here comes Milwaukee. And first off, give Giannis credit. Um, He, you know, when that, when that knee injury had first happened, again, Vince right here on the Sports Done Right podcast. When that knee bent the wrong way and when we you know everybody not just we I mean everybody thought he was done and then he comes back and you know outside of the free throw shooting the first two games he has done a phenomenal job And he should definitely be um, given kudos for what he's been able to do because I thought he was done. Everybody thought he was done. He comes back. He he's, you know, he he leads them um, in game three to a victory finally. So now Milwaukee's down two games to one. And nephew Chris Paul, on the other side, after that last game. You know, Giannis with the with a huge double double, forty plus points and all this stuff. If you're Chris Paul, are you ready to answer? Are you ready? Are you ready to make your statement in these NBA Finals? Because it's two one, but I mean, Phoenix if they get the win in Milwaukee tomorrow night, and Chris Paul has a great game, let's say, and and you know it's three one it's virtually over it's it's gonna obviously it's very hard to come back from three to one but let me tell you something man milwaukee will i think they're they're gonna be ready i think obviously they're gonna feed off of that home crowd fear the deer to all my wisconsin fans out there uh my friends uh togo tim Hahn, jake all you wisconsin people uh, very impressive. The fear of the deer, the deer district out there outside the arena. Milwaukee on fire. But, but, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Crowder, on and on and on it goes. So, I know Milwaukee's like a three, four point favorite at home. I think, boy, and I, and I know I'm going to wind up probably regretting this, 
I think Phoenix might find a way to do this tomorrow night and get the win and go up to 3-0. I think if you're Chris Paul, this is where you can come in and continue the leadership that you have shown so far this season and get these guys back on track. Hey, we held serve. We did what we were supposed to do. We won at home. Milwaukee doing the same so far. If we can come in here tomorrow night, guys, get that get that W. We don't celebrate, but it's literally all over. Now, other um, for my Milwaukee people, on the other hand, Milwaukee's just got to keep doing what they're doing. Or what they did last game, I should say. Not what they're doing because they lost the first two games. But keep doing what they're doing in that last game. Um, I think what you want to do is really just feed your star and and just go through Giannis and let everything else just kind of happen. And, you know, I, I'm very impressed with him. Um, you know, I, I look towards our Minnesota Timberwolves, and I think I heard on a show earlier today that's kind of the difference between Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, and a Giannis. Giannis wants to get in there and get dirty a little bit. Cat does not. And the other thing that I think that this series, and one thing that I wanted to touch on here on the Sports Done Right podcast, you know, we're we're in one of those medium markets. Um, that's kind of what what they call a medium media market. I think we're like the 11th largest media market in the country up here in the Twin Cities. But, you know, we got Phoenix, we got Milwaukee. And it goes to show you that, you know, I think Pat Royce was talking about this on on, uh, one of the radio shows I heard him on earlier. There is hope for a a place like Minneapolis-St. Paul. There there is hope for these mid-level teams if they are put together correctly. These teams are put together correctly. And more and more, that's just kind of coming up from scratch as opposed to, um, you know, put together like um, these all-stars are, you know, hey, let's get this all-star and that all-star and this and that. Now, will Coach Finch here in the Timberwolves, will he be the coach that can get this done? Obviously, he came in halfway through, so the book is unwritten on him. We'll get a good idea next year, but, you know, a real critical year for the Timberwolves as you now look, hey, man, let's say Milwaukee wins the title, okay? Um, for, for us here in the Twin Cities, obviously, they're right down the freeway, five-hour drive away. That's going to be a lot of people, you know, a lot of people on this side of the board going, hey, well, if, if Milwaukee can do it, why can't we? Well, that's up to Rosas, um, you know, leader in basketball operations over there to see what he can do for the Timberwolves and see if they can convince people as an organization to come here or at least to have the basketball brains and minds in in place to build it from scratch. Um, I I really like what's going on here. I love that Phoenix and Milwaukee are playing each other. I mean, I, if, if you're going to ask me on a personal level, I guess I'm kind of leaning for Phoenix a little bit to be nice to see CP3 finally get his ring. But, hey, if if Milwaukee, and, and I get a lot of crap here because they're like, hey, Gub, you're the sports governor, Minnesota, all this stuff. 
What do you mean if Milwaukee wins, you're not that upset? Let me explain. First off, my, my hatred of, of everything Wisconsin doesn't go quite. It doesn't roll, well, and I won't say quite as deep. doesn't really go as deep for the Bucks. for, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I kind of admired them growing up back in the Bob Lanier days and, you know, where they, they had, um, you know, Sidney Moncrief and players like that. They were a very good team. They just ran into the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers in the East. And, you know, by the time the 80s was over, obviously Detroit had risen up as well. But Milwaukee as a basketball town, you know, they needed this to kind of wake up the echoes. They got a lot of basketball fans there. They got Marquette University there. Marquette won a title back in the 70s. They're used to good basketball. And I think this is really good for the NBA as a whole. Because to just have the Lakers, the New Yorks, the Chicago's, these quote-unquote big media markets involved all the time, or wherever LeBron James goes to, because it was only because of LeBron that obviously Cleveland was relevant and, and he made them what, what the Cavaliers became and was able to get that new arena, it, you know, just so on and so forth. But, man, I'm going to tell you something. The Minnesota Timberwolves are literally to have a three to four year window because a cat may not be here. And honestly, it's getting to the point where I'll ask Timberwolves fans, if he does leave in a couple years, will you really miss him? Because what have we done with him? Now, in typical Minnesota sports fashion, he'll go off to New York or LA or wherever and, and win a ring or two. And make us look stupid. But I'm very, very impressed with... Um, or let me say how this finals is, is playing out. Um, viewership is up. I've been checking it out. I can't wait for tomorrow night's game. I'll be ready to, to give it a look-see. And again, I think Phoenix is going to find a way to, to edge Milwaukee... Um, maybe one of those classic games. I don't. It's not going to be a blowout, in my opinion, by any means. But I think if um, you know, they just got to come out, hit a couple more shots early. Don't let Milwaukee get off to a super start early. That's what they have to do by super start. I, no big runs. You know, can't come out. You know, thirteen to two. Um, 15 to four. It can't be one of those types of things. It's got to be close early. And then I think the, the confidence in Phoenix and their younger guys continues to build and they can find a way to win the game. So NBA finals tomorrow night. Make sure you check it out. into our chat room here just want to say what up to togo you should love all things wisconsin after all you have every jersey oh shout out togo in the usa no exclusivity in govs line i i i bring back stuff from from where i go um togo who by the way is in champa bay tampa slash champa bay home run derby champ is a tampa native Hey, man, there ain't no stopping people down there in in Tampa Bay. What up to Big Ben, BS3, and, and listening to us as well. I appreciate you coming through, my, my friend. Man, I don't know what's going on in the water down there. I don't know what they got going down there. 
Um, there's an article I saw talking about, you know, 30 years ago, Tampa Bay, they just had the Bucks. Now, you got a hockey team, you got a baseball team, got two Stanley Cups, back-to-back, Super Bowl. Baseball team went to the, the AL championship, almost made it to the series, has made it to the series in the past. And as much grief as they get for, for the crappy-ass baseball stadium, Tampa Bay's the shit. <laughs> I mean, Tampa Bay is sports city. And I know they don't like to hear that in L.A. and Chi-Town, obviously out there in the Big Apple. But you got to go down to the west central side of, of Florida. And I, we got to figure this out. No state income tax. Obviously, Tampa Bay is a beautiful place to be, especially if you're playing football in the wintertime. If, if that's your base of operations, great. But, man, Tampa Bay. I, Togo, I, I keep telling Togo, and Togo, a member of that Tampa club down there, we're going to have to go have us a couple drinks up on the 40th floor overlooking the bay because i got to figure out what the hell is going on in Tampa. And I know it drives a hockey fan crazy in Minnesota, because all these hardcore hockey and state of hockey fans here, as they like to call Minnesota the state of hockey. It seems warm weather hockey's been working all right. North Carolina has the Stanley Cup. Florida has Stanley Cups. Texas stole our North Stars and got a Stanley Cup. California's got three. Two for LA, one for Anaheim. Hockey in Phoenix, that's been up and down successful at times. You know, they're looking. Obviously, they're coming in with Seattle. But, man, Tampa Bay and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Well, you know, what can I say, man? I just, I got to give them props. Got to give them props. Fight Bell. Let me, let me say this, too. Again, this is the Sports Done Right podcast, a little late night edition. Uh, thank you for listening. It is, you know, it's it's been a very busy time for the sports governor. So again, just wanted to get a show in there. We haven't been on for a couple weeks, so I just wanted to give you my thoughts on a couple things here tonight as we keep rolling along. Um, what else did we want to touch on here? We talked USA basketball, name, image, and likeness. Again, kind of going to the title of the show, everything is just up for grabs in all of sports nowadays. Um, We got players that are finally going to be making money, and I'm very happy for that because the NCAA has been nothing but a pimp organization ever since they've been out there. And for for the old school that, that will say, look, man, they give you a free education. I get that. As a college graduate myself, I, I understand the money that's involved with that. But I also understand the money that is involved that is being made off the backs of the student athletes. And we could, let's just take the student part off of it now because they, they're getting paid. So in a sense, they are pro athletes. And if somebody can go out there and generate money and help their family out, I I personally don't see what the damn problem is with that. 
car dealership wants to go off or go off for uh, Mo Ibrahim, the running back here in Minnesota, uh, a little contract to, you know, do some commercials and, and, you know, try and sell some cars for them. So be it. The problem is you got to, is all these other kids who know deep down in their hearts, that ain't going to be me regardless. Now, if I can go out and maybe sell some t-shirts or whatever, that's fine. But a lot of these kids still ain't going to be making money. So all kinds of stuff's on the table now. Do they unionize? Can they unionize? I don't know. I don't know the legalities of it, but I think that may be in play. Um, you know, do the schools get any cut of the money? I don't think so. Name, image, and likeness. You know, the NCAA has made billions, billions of dollars off the backs of these kids. Nothing wrong with them finally, finally seeing a little bit of that money back. And I think that's very cool, man. The Rays did make it to the World Series last season. My bad. Correction. We get that from uh, Togo down there in Tampa Bay. Also want to say what up to Sarah over in St. Paul. Big Mike out in Eden Prairie. Want to say what up to Travis in Circle Pines, Minnesota. Tommy in Blaine, Minnesota. And also listening to us is another Sarah listening to us in Hudson, Wisconsin. So I appreciate that. Um, we're about half hour in on the Sports Done Right show. Let's do this real quick. We're going to take a very quick break. Going to come back, touch on a couple more things. And again, kind of get back into it. You know, the Stephen A. Smith stuff with Otani or um, really kind of set it off. What you say, how you say it, what can you say anymore? What can't you say? I don't know because, uh, you know, I think Stephen A. Well, I'll, I'll save my thoughts for after the break. So let me do this here. We'll be right back. Sports done right. You're listening to us. We originate from Spreaker, but whatever podcast service you're listening to us on, I appreciate it. We are live. It's about 1030 Central Time here in the Twin Cities. You can listen to us on demand anytime on most major podcasting uh, platforms. We will be right back. The weather is changing and limiting your ability to hit the links. Not at X-Golf. With three convenient locations in Blaine, Champlain, and Woodbury, X-Golf has engineered the most advanced golf simulators in the world and put them in a fun venue with great food, excellent service, and a full bar. Summer leagues on the links have ended, but ours are just starting and filling fast. Want something new to do for your next event? Come to X-Golf. Visit xgolfminnesota.com to book a tee time or event. xgolfminnesota.com. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show. Ain't that right, Lopan? Hey guys, this is Sports Gov Vince Wright from the great state of Minnesota, and I'm here to tell you guys about pick and shovelware. Go to pickandshovelware.com. You're gonna get 20% off when you use the promo code Northstar. Get 20% off right now. 
when you use the promo code NORSTAR. That's pickandshovelware.com.
are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now let's get back to the show. What up everybody, Vince Wright, the sports Governor coming to you from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, the remix, right? And this is the Sports Done oh. Right Podcast. Niggas is mad, I get more butt than ass trains. Fuck a fair one, I get mine the fast way. Stephen A. Smith and his mouth gets him in trouble again. Looking at the quote here, and this is a real, you know, easy thing to say. And I think, I think, and, you know, I'm playing... All kinds of devil's advocates here. I don't know what Stephen A. Smith was actually thinking, but I'm I'm reading the quote here. So I'm going to read the quote. Then I'm going to kind of give you my analysis on it here. So let me grab my old iPad here. 
All right, so I'm looking at a story in USA Today. Chris Bumbaca, Stephen A. Smith opens Tuesday's first take with apology for uh, the Otani comments. Here's what he said. Here's the quote. Quote, the fact that you got a foreign player that doesn't speak English, believe it or not, I think contributes to harming the game to some degree. When that's your box office appeal, Smith said during Monday's first take. Quote, it needs to be somebody like Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, those guys. And unfortunately, at this point in time, that's not the case. When you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the ballpark to actually watch you, I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what the hell he's saying in this country. And that's what I'm trying to say. Well, Steve, <laughs> um, I, I think I understand where he was trying to go with this. I, what got him into trouble was the in this country. And the it needs to be a dude like a Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, those guys, quote unquote, those guys. And, you know, when you start, you know, naming, you know, name two white players, quote unquote, those guys. And unfortunately, at this point in time, that's not the case. So I think what he was really trying to say was it's going to be hard when the number one player in your sport needs an interpreter. He can't do commercials or this and that or you know whatever but then he threw that stuff on it the country comment and all this stuff you know all kinds of stuff going on behind the scenes here barbershop talk I'm going to let you in on a few things number one a lot of African Americans aren't happy with the Asian American community in terms of where they've been rather silent. Again, their words from organizations and people I've talked to, they've been silent on um, issues regarding black violence. While they have been there and stood with them on recent Asian violence matter cases and, um, you know, our, Asian friends being accosted in cities and everything like that. They, they feel the love has not been returned. I think, you know, again, this is the time we're in where all this stuff gets blown up. And, and now, I mean, it was like it was, you know, I, I flipped past the channel this morning and, and watched this show. And, you know, Steve got his diversity training live on the air. Um, I don't know, man, this is, it, this gets really tough because, you know, you got people from certain times that used to be able to, I don't want to say joke about certain things, but yeah, I guess so. Maybe joke and talk about it, things in a different way. And, and now you can't do that. I don't think Stephen A is racist by any means. You know, I, I know terms of racist and, and xenophobia, xenophobia and xenophobist and just words coming out of nowhere were being thrown at him. But I think that's really what he was trying to say. This isn't nothing new in the LPGA, golf. Um, 
when the South Korean lady started taking over that sport. The LPGA did a similar thing. They got in a little bit of trouble at first because they suggested that the new faces of their sport may want to take English lessons so they can broaden their um, appeal to sponsors, you know, and they can do commercials. You know, you can't do commercials if you don't speak the language that it, you know, it's going to that audience. And the LPGA took a lot of grief. Now, they also told the ladies that, hey, you need to wear more makeup and start looking a little more quote unquote feminine. And that was, <laughs> that didn't go over well. But, you know, what you can say, how you say it, where you say it, it's getting real interesting. And basically, you just want to consider, if you're in the sports field, you're just consider you're hot mic all the time. You know, some other brothers got problems with Stephen A. Smith because they feel that the, he's gone in on black athletes and has n- and not, not apologized for, you know, going after them unfairly, fairly, whatever you want to say. You know, as I'm sitting here again, I'm, I'm reading through this quote here, and I, I see where he went wrong with it. But I don't know, again, the reaction. That's just what happens nowadays as well. You know, Stephen said, let me be the first to stand up and say I want to express my sincere apologies to the Asian community and the Asian American community. I am a black man. I religiously go off about my minorities being marginalized in this nation. Um... So he felt that maybe he did that to Otani. Now, speaking of Otani, the the player himself, phenomenal. Obviously, uh, has been the face of MLB because he is a power-hitting pitcher who can do it all. He pitches well, you know, well enough, but he is leading the majors in home runs. And he can be used as a DH. He can be used as, you know, different positions. You can put him in the outfield. And we just haven't seen anything like that in, you know, decades. Maybe going back to Babe Ruth. So I think Otani's fine. I think Major League Baseball in general, once again, just doesn't really know how to market their game. Their game isn't... I mean, it's 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 not friendly for TV anymore because we have a very short attention span. Nobody, unless you're a diehard fan, is watching inning one to inning nine of a baseball game on any given night, unless you are at that game in person. One thing, hey, it's a nice, beautiful summer night. I'm going to go out to the ballpark. I love the smell of that food. I'm going to eat me a couple dogs, have a beer, hang out with my friends, family, whatever. And now you have this generational, and again, this, you know, Otani has shown glimpses the past couple years, but this year he's really broken out. MLB needs to jump on this, but I don't know, that's that's their issue. How do you take the biggest star right now in your in your sport and capitalize? I don't know. Part of it, baseball is a regionalized sports now as well, so even though... He's doing everything he is. You don't have people, you know, really talking about him. You know, it's not water cooler talk, even amongst hardcore sports fans. 
and I don't know how you handle it. I don't know what to do about it. You know, when I when I don't have an answer for you, I'll tell you. You know, this is this goes a lot deeper than baseball because baseball's had this this issue before. How do you market the game? How do you let players kind of be themselves without you know falling into this you know stupid old guard of baseball and these bullshit unwritten rules of baseball? You know. Um, hey, he he flipped the bat. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, this guy showed a little too much uh, eagerness rounding the bases during the home run or, you know, during a, a key hit during the game. And now he gets thrown at the next game. I mean, baseball's got all kinds of issues. You know, this Stephen A thing will blow over in a day or two as well. I just think it's it's kind of funny that he got his comeuppance on his own show this morning and having to listen to Molly, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of people love, love Molly. Hey, Molly, you know, she's, she's like anybody else in sports media, a lot of fans, a lot of non-fans, um, the non-fans think she gets a little preachy at times. Um, kind of that, uh, holier than thou attitude. Um, when she's speaking to, to some people, I heard a friend of mine saying, you know, she kind of gave him the speech today, uh, him being Stephen A. Smith. You know, I on a personal level, I think we just we got to calm down for just a minute and all kinds of stuff because you got to be able to get your point of view out there. The problem is nowadays sometimes people don't like your point of view and they want to shut you up. Stephen A. He went a little too far, but I don't think he is some racist uh, xenophobe out there running around um, doing bad things. There's there's a lot of other shit going on in this country right now where there's some real things happening that we, we really need to get on. Next week, it's going to be something else in the world of sports. I don't know what that will be, but we'll see. Um, with that being said, I'm going to call it a night here for the Sports Done Right podcast. Uh, we are working on some cool guests here in the next month or so. Uh, real quick here, we're going to be gone for, depending on the schedule, we're going to probably be gone at least two, two Tuesdays next month. Got to get the daughter off to college. She's going to be going to Nevada. Very excited for that. The real job, I got some job training that we're going to be going down to San Diego from, uh, after we drop our daughter off at school. So a lot of upcoming stuff here for the sports governor, but we will be in touch. We will be doing podcasts. I thank Togo Uganda Coles. Togo, we are looking at August 7th for Rib Fest, my friend. Um, let me know if you can make it. Again, that is August 7th. I think the invites are going to go out starting tomorrow there. Love for Togo and his wonderful bride to come on up to the Twin Cities. Um, other than that, y'all, be cool. Be safe in them streets. And keep listening to the Sports Done Right show live, on demand, whatever it is. I appreciate you. We will be back, and we will get a lot of great guests coming up for the football season that I've been talking to and some other things planned as well. So you guys be cool. I'm going to keep it cool. I can't wait to have go for football back because we're going to whoop Ohio State's ass the first game of the year. T-Tiller, that's right, I said it. But other than that, be cool, be safe, speak your mind, 
and let the chips fall where they may. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor. We are out of here. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.